Hey, you're listening to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. What is happening, everybody? No, 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 no. That's our uh, Liam Neeson impression. He's awesome. (laughs) We've literally been stalling, recording, (laughs) laughing about Liam Neeson. That's okay. It's Monday again. Let's go. It is Monday, uh, and it's a big week. The draft is finally here. It is. Well, almost, but yeah. Almost. It's draft week. Thursday. Don't you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is the Common Ground Football Podcast, and if you didn't know, it's episode number... 21 oh we're legal to drink we are and we have nothing it's okay <laughs> i have uh an empty mountain dew and you got a propel thursday though look out <laughs> look out um i'm brian i'm the seahawks fan i'm andrew i'm the cowboys fan in case you didn't know but it's a big episode thought we'd reintroduce ourselves oops who's producing this week was, i haven't even asked that question because i figured you know we haven't even had one <laughs> liam <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so it is draft week, so this is our pre-draft episode. Um, I'm not super draft savvy. Andrew probably is more than me, right? Maybe. I mean, you know players and things. I'm one of those fans. Yes, I'm a gigantic Seahawks fan, and I do know some things about football and uh, all that good stuff. But I mainly get to the draft, and I listen to all the mocks, and I listen to Mel Kuyper, and I listen to all those people. I know you hate, hate the, Mel. Yeah, but, well, you were going to – mocks just – Mocks are stupid, and I, we're going to go through them. But it's just fodder. It's something for them to do, yeah. and it's fun. And and so I usually – I listen to – you know I know what the team's needs are. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. And I, I just listen to you know all the crap that goes on before and then leading up and then during, and then I just wait for my team to make a pick Yep, or not you know whatever ends up happening and then i research the players that they draft get excited about those guys and i move on because trying to i don't know how many players in the draft i don't even know the number it's gigantic plenty yeah i can't i know my team needs a cornerback but i'm not going to go through and figure out like <laughs> 10 of the best available and what makes them different and why one is better and their wingspan and all that stuff last i checked they're humans not birds <laughs> so I mean, that's just me. I'm, you know, maybe, and I hear I'm talking all this, and you're like, crap, I'm crossing out wingspan. Can't talk about wingspan. <laughs> Don't talk about the wingspan. Brian's Seahawks. <laughs> Makes sense. We're Seahawks. We, know, we yeah. were really concerned about wingspan. That was a big Richard Sherman thing, his wingspan. Um, so anyway, so we're going to go over Cowboys news, Seahawks news like normal. There is some stuff that happened to the Seahawks. Anything go down with Cowboys? Yeah. Oh, cool. Actually, yeah, actually, today. Ooh. Um, schedules came out. Spicy. <laughs> that's a spicy meatball no 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 no, um, no, no, no. schedules came out thursday and um we'll, we'll talk about those there's one game in particular that we're pretty bummed about but oh well and then of course we'll get right into our big draft talk uh maybe it won't be big i don't know and then um we'll give you details towards the end about the special episode coming up this thursday no it's not another star wars review not yet not yet another month and it'll be solo time um so yeah that's what to expect we're gonna have some fun doing it 
You ready? I'm ready. Sweet. What happened in Dallas this week? You said something happened a day. Uh, we'll get to today Ooh. in a little bit. I am but intrigued. First, but first, so just to follow up on um, on some Dez talk. So there's already been that narrative out there. See, no one's picked him up already. He's been released. And like no every team him. is like announcing they're not interested. But I think with it being so close to the draft, nobody's going to make a decision like signing a big-time wide receiver. Either something's going to happen – you know, just before the draft or the uh, next week following the draft, somebody will make a move and and he'll be he'll be on a squad. As a can I ask you a question real quick? Not to jump in. Do it. Um, I should have asked this last week, and but that what you just said leads right into it, and so I want your opinion as the Dallas fan. Did they do him wrong by waiting as long as they did? Sure, did. before releasing him. Yep. Yep. Because now you waited this long into free agency, everyone had already made their moves, did made all their you know big acquisitions, and then you put them out there to give them a quote unquote fresh start, and it's this close to the draft. And I mean, it just it seems it just smells like a, real bad a bag of crap. It smells real bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought about that the second it happened. I was like, why would they wait? this long Mm -hmm. before doing it if you're already talking about it and already had those discussions you know internally we're probably going to let him go and then you wait as long as you could before you know actually doing anything and it was you know the friday before um voluntary workout started so i don't know the timing did seem really weird were you surprised like i mean i know you were surprised they cut him but were you surprised that they they did it when they did. I mean, that, I guess, let me rephrase that, that kind of action from um, Jerry Jones and, and the rest of your executives, like, doesn't seem like that's something they would do, or were you just kind of like, oh, figures that they would be jerks and do it that way? See what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I th- I definitely think it was m- more of um how do I, let me try to phrase it correctly. I think they were trying to be really trying to really calculate their move on what they were going to do um, based on the draft, where certain prospects, certain wide receiver prospects, might be going before making that final decision. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt you, <laughs> but I but I had to ask that question because I that literally was the first thing I thought of when I when I got the news. I'm no, and like, it's a totally I mean, totally fair question, and it was definitely one of the things you know the the day came, he got cut all that business but then over the weekend you start thinking about it you're like why did they wait so long if this this was the decision they were going to go with yeah because of the free agents that were out there in in the wide all positions but mm-hmm. wide receiver position especially why wasn't he allowed to be in that mix right and they and i mean if they they had already come out and said then they weren't gonna offer him a pay cut so just so there was nothing you're either gonna keep him or you're gonna release him if you're gonna weird. release him then yeah no it was definitely weird and it does suck for Des that it was this late into the off season and just this close to the draft. So, but I definitely see there'll probably be some movement next week. So you don't think he gets signed before the draft starts Thursday by anybody? I don't think he'll be signed before the draft. No, that's just that's a lame. That's just a bummer for him. Well, what else? What else happened? All righty, moving on down the line. So actually, we had some positive um, Randy Gregory news, which Ooh. I'm excited about. Um, Randy Gregory was suspended all the last season. He actually entered the league in 2015 
under the step one of the um, substance abuse program. So he's already been on the NFL's radar, and he's had you know he's had his troubles. But last year he was so he was suspended all last year. Um, was totally out of football. Um, you know he had his his uh, rehab stint that he was going through, but um, everything that's coming out, he's his camp, him and his camp are getting ready to apply for reinstatement from the NFL, and um, the a lot of reports are saying that since his last fail actual failed drug test, um, but he he had a failure last year, but there was a. Um, it was a no-show failure, mm-hmm. um, but he's taken many, many, many drug tests since then, and they've all passed. And he's seems like he's ready to get back into football, which could be really exciting, especially for um, this, um, you know, this defensive line. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But it also would be, you know, it's a it would be a good story if he was able to come back and turn his life around and I love those stories. That. That's the one I always hope to see those stories because mm-hmm. you don't like watching any of these guys um just flush their entire life down the toilet. Well, and and prior to that draft, I mean, there was a lot of people who considered him to be the best pure pass rusher and arguably, you know, top 5, top 10 talent, but because of those off the field issues, he slipped to the second round. Yeah. And, um, you know, Dallas took a chance on him. Hasn't worked out so far, but, you know, we'll see this coming year. And then we get to David Irving. Do you see any of that happen today? I haven't read into any of it. I just saw the headline. What was the headline you read? Where did it go? I just had it up right here. So it it was kind of a weird way it all unfolded. Long story short, his uh, significant other. um, Well, it was just that he was. It was just the ESPN headline, which was, <clears throat> which was that uh, under police investigation for assault. Okay, so um, but I wasn't. I didn't have a chance to go in and read it yet. So actually, long long story short, his significant other, they got into an argument. You know, whatever. The woman's claiming to be his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, they've actually had this past, and this is this happened to him when they were in college at uh, Iowa State. Same, same girl, same, you know, all this happened in the past and that was all dropped. So actually today, all these accusations and what have you came out. And within about a couple hours, a statement was put out by her and she said, you know, this, you know, I, this did basically, this didn't happen. I'm sorry. You know, I shouldn't have said anything. And I really hope that the media doesn't, um, spread and put out this fake story so i'm reading her statement here (laughs) and i'm not a um assault expert but i do know a lot of things to look for because in this world we live in we're all trained to hopefully to at least know so if you ever see it in a friend you can step in but her statement right there (laughs) that statement comes from somebody who's getting abused that's the classic, oh, no, 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 we're, no, 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 no. That's literally uh, coming from somebody usually who's getting, that's getting, I don't know, whatever you're doing over there is making noise. Um, that's getting, uh, has some abuse problems happening in the home, and either they're too afraid to actually admit it and um, have something come of it, or that is just their relationship and that's what they're used to 
Like I'm, <laughs> I mean, you see that all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, crap. <laughs> no, this is, um, yeah. I, don't, I won't even get into that. Yeah, I mean, that's that not our. Yeah, but I mean. So, anyways, not something you want to see from anybody on your team. No, and and you know there has been a lot of talk about his off the field stuff, and he did get in trouble at Iowa State. Um, charges were dropped. He did have a little bit of trouble when he was with Kansas City. Part of the reason why Dallas picked him up. Um, he, if he's got his, if he gets his head on straight or has his head on straight, I mean, he could be one of the top three, top you know, top two, top three interior defensive linemen in the league. I mean, he is extremely talented. So there's a lot of talk. You, you know, you weigh those options. Is he kind of worth the headache? Is he not? And he's definitely one of those guys that's that's worth a little bit of a headache. And as long as he's not actually beating the woman, dude. As, no, absolutely. <laughs> if he is, then you know later. Yeah. But if this is, um, and I'm totally different circumstances. But if this is another kind of Zeke Elliott thing, then well, then you worry what Goodell's going to do exactly because. Like the story points out on ESPN, you don't have to be arrested, obviously, to or charged, right? Um, right. To actually get the a, NFL doesn't well, doesn't care. Well, but here's the interesting thing: I'm I'm pretty sure though that the NFL has already dropped their investigation. They said that they were going to, and then I think they said they already were going to drop it. The Cowboys are aware of the allegations against Irving, and they made no comment. The NFL will look into the matter. A league spokesperson said this story came out. 351 today so um hmm it's a he said you read the thing and it's a he said she said type of thing because earlier on monday allegations about drug use and violence emerged on his twitter account but he said on social media his girlfriend hacked his twitter account and that he then changed the locks to his house yep so but she's saying i would like to be clear although our relationship's not perfect we love one another and David did not put his hands on me at any time. And she did, or, and he did, he posted a picture and said it changes all the locks, and it's a picture. He's holding the box, and there's all the change, there's all the old locks Jesus. all in there. But um, from everything I've read, they've, uh, they have the, one of those um, interesting relationships. Obviously. <laughs> so, yeah. No, there's, you know, more to come on that, and we'll see, but. Wow. Usually I won't, oh, and I don't. I won't say or or have any kind of opinion or judgment until everything is out there and everything's done. Well, you don't want to be like Goodell and just pass judgment right away by not no. even in. You know. Oh, okay, good. No, you could run the NFL, man. No, as soon as I as soon as I saw that news, I just you know my head was like, oh, we were almost there. We were almost through the off season without anything happening, but um, you know, unfortunately, it also just throws a narrative out there that uh, Dallas has all these troublemakers, which is not true they're just the ones that get into the headlines there's actually an interesting stat that came out did you i uh, actually retweeted did you see it uh which one did you retweet it uh player arrests by mm-hmm. team since uh like 2015 or 2016 the problem is man you are on america's team well and dallas had two in america i know but the problem is you're on america's team so those two are going to stand out like a sore thumb because you're under the microscope being you're America's team. You're the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, here I'm looking. Oh, there's your tweet right there. Let me, let me see. Um, so, 2000, or April 23rd, 2016, 
through so, so April twenty third, two thousand eighteen. So a two year period. Two years. <laughs> Dall- <laughs> Dallas has two. I, okay. That- um, one was uh, one was a, a DUI. The other one was the uh, salt battery, which <laughs> both of those guys aren't on the team. Um, uh, yeah. Who's uh, yeah. who's number two on this list? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that would be the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> yep, with that's Cinco. right. With five, uh, they join L.A. Uh, that must be the Rams. Yeah, because there's a Charger there. So the yeah. Rams, Seahawks, Eagles, Packers. Those are all they lead the pack with five arrests in that two year time. So that's special. So anywho, it's just that that false narrative that's out there. But anywho, that's special. You probably loved tweeting that, didn't you? Oh yeah, jerk. And actually, that's been the case for quite a few years. But anyways, um, but back to some positive news though. Yeah, Dallas positive. did uh, pick up the fifth year option on cornerback By- Byron Jones. So we'll have him through twenty nineteen. So. You're going to have a good two years of this young secondary, and you know we'll see what happens. I'm really excited for this this upcoming year with this uh, um, young secondary, second year guys, and then Byron Jones in his uh, fourth year. No one's more excited than me, man. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Have you seen my team, my roster? Wow, it needs some work. Hey, but yeah, no. That's true. Um, that's true. I think that's that's about it. That 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 that's all I got to say about that. Is that Jenna? All right. Well, um, and you guys get the draft down there. Get a host, which was kind of funny. They, so they showed a, they showed a picture of setting up um, setting up the draft, and obviously it's not the entire stadium. It's the, oh, we're the, getting cheated. Well, no, the actual stage you know is like on the forty or thirty yard line. Because they kind of have it set up to, um, they'll have all the seats in like the end zone kind of thing, and then they'll have some seats down the field. But anywho, it's still nuts. So you know the sunlight thing, right? Well, yeah, that's blinding. Okay, I've watched it in Aaron Rodgers' eyes, Aaron, and it's magical. But anyways, <laughs> um, not his eyes. It's just that he's being blinded. No, yeah, I get. But it. Um, so there's always this thing out there, like, well, you have this billion dollar stadium, you don't have curtains. It's called on purpose, people. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyways, there's a there was a photo that got tweeted out, and they were setting up, and lo and behold, there's giant curtains hanging over those windows. And now, so now that'll be the thing this year. Well, why don't you put up the curtains? Yeah, like, you know on. someone will bring it up. Oh yeah. No, it's a big thing. It's just like the sound at at CenturyLink. It's an advantage. <laughs> and the the the, the ex, explanation that. Uh, jason garrett gave i think it was last year may have been the year before he, someone asked him about did he it say trust the process they were, no they were saying <laughs> you know what do you what do you have to say about the sun basically was the question and he just looked at the reporter and goes it's been there for billions of years <laughs> and it'll be here for billions of years yeah, afterwards yeah, it's, it's bright it <laughs> it rises every day and sets every day what do you want me to say about the sun could could you be more specific yeah, on can your you question be more pacific? please as a kid that's all that's how i used to say that word pacific yeah it's always pacific i think it was adult before i actually realized that's not the word (laughs) it's specific and it's one of the hardest words to say and it's one of those words where every time i come up to it like i know i'm gonna say it i have to massively like make sure that i'm saying it correctly and don't go and don't go pacific (laughs) 
It's such a Pacific thing to do. <laughs> it's specifically dumb. Speaking of the Pacific, <laughs> wow. we're not up in Seattle. Nice segue. <laughs> wow. Somebody gets an award for the best segue in 21 episodes. That. No, 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 no. Um, for those of you who don't know, we're that's a uh, this is a clip from um, go who go was it? Liam Neeson. Who was it? No, no, no. What, oh, what show was it? Uh, he well, he wasn't on the show, but the Dan Lebatard show on ESPN oh, okay. Radio. They found it. Uh, Liam was doing a an interview for his new movie, and and Just, he was talking about pay about pay structure between the men and the women in the film industry. And he's actually a big advocate of women getting paid more. And, and so in the interview, they asked, you know, they're asking him all these questions and he's saying, oh yeah, it's already begun, blah, blah, blah. And the next question was, well, would you take a pay cut to even out the pay? And and he was like, no (laughs) pay cut. No, 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 no. (laughs) And so it's just really funny. And we were, we listened to that before we started recording. And so it's in our heads. Um, okay. So Seahawks, some things. A, little Some, a lot of things about players that are not on your team. <laughs> what are you trying to say? You got Michael Bennett. What are you trying to say? Michael Bennett Colin reading Kaepernick, a book. And Richard Sherman. Richard. Richard Sherman. <laughs> Richard. Hey, Richard. Richard. Um, yeah. So um, a little update on Colin Kaepernick. He, uh, the Both Pete and John Schneider, they sat down today and did their little pre-draft press conference. Mm-hmm. And um, Bennett, Cam Chancellor, Malik McDowell, Colin Kaepernick, they were the main things that came up that were asked, um, as well as the draft in general, and I'll, and I'll get to that. But um, Kaepernick, they were, you know, Pete Carroll was asked, you know, do you have anything to say on the Kaepernick thing? And he, he mentioned that he thought it got blown up in, on social media. I think he, didn't he say that they got blown up a little bit? Or blew up a little bit, um, like them as an organization. Yeah, like the whole got, thing. Yeah. And, and then and then he made he was he was quick to say that the, that door is not closed. And we had heard that last week that yeah. that, that door is still open. Um, so in, things could still happen with Kaepernick. I, I don't know. I, I'm as I said in the last episode, I'm a fan of of them bringing him on. I don't give a crap about his his pregame stuff because I don't. I'm not tuning into football to watch the anthem. If they want to protest, that's fine. But I mean, I'm you know keep them in the locker room. And the NFL is going to end up changing the rules. What's so going to end up having to happen? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if Kaepernick wants to kneel, I, whatever. I play football. Can you play football? Oh, you can. Great. Do that. Yep. And and because of how close his game is to Russell, I'm 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 fine with it. And I know a lot of people will hate me for that. And you can hate me, but. Last I checked, this America, and he's a. I mean, he's still he's a good ball player. So, you know, he's still got some. He's he he has some things that he needs to work on. And and when he was still playing, they were well known things. He was still raw, he was still kind of raw, but I mean, just the the ability is there. Well, yeah, the dude's fast. Um, he can throw a hell of a football. His problem was touch. Yeah, and he everything had, was a was, was a fast was a fast. He had one throw. <laughs> and and that was a problem and and he just needed to work on that and he has a talent i just and because with some work he is so close to russell's game i'd be fine with it so they mentioned that and then um he was asked again about malik mcdowell we had talked about last episode about how it sounds like they were going to release him they haven't yet um and pete carroll gave his standard answer when they asked about it and said unfortunately we don't have any 
more information on that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really unfortunate situation. This is John Schneider saying this is a really unfortunate situation on both sides. Um, when asked if they're, you know, if he was going to be playing in 2018, Pete Carroll said, we haven't had any indication to think that yet. It's the same answers we've been getting for an entire year. Um, I don't know what truth there is to the story last week. They're going to release him, but I mean, the, the dude's not going to play. It must've been one hell of a concussion yeah. and injury in that ATV accident for him to just, for this to happen. And it, it's just, it's crazy. Well, it's unfortunate. It and hopefully it's, you know, it can turn into one of those situations like, you know, some of these cowboy players that can get back to it. And, you know, hopefully it's a good story. In the I end. hope so too. I mean, that'd be cool. And it would, the only part that would suck, let's say he comes back and he ends up going, you know, obviously with a different team, that would suck. Uh, being that he was a Seahawks pick and now it's a completely wasted pick and wasted second round pick, whole, which was yeah, your first pick was my first pick. Yeah. Not mine, but you know, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's an unfortunate situation, just like uh, Schneider said. And, uh, I, I, you know, best of luck to the kid, for sure. Still young. Um, and then uh, they talked about Cam Chancellor. And apparently, which was some interesting news, apparently he's going to get um, – no one knows if he's going to be ever, you know, play ever again. But in late June or early July, he's going to do some further scans and it's for his neck right yeah and so we're going to end up knowing a lot more then and um i I would guess those scans are either going to have news that says yep you have a chance of playing or they're just going to basically reiterate the fact that he's done yeah he's come out and said he wants to play averill the same thing they both want to play like this is their life Um, but i think they both understand that you can't risk it's your neck (laughs) like it's 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 too too risky to even think about it if, if the scans come back so but at least it was information like hey you know there's we'll know in june or early july we'll know more information which is better than we don't know anything mm-hmm. yeah we don't know anything he might play we don't know and then did you hear the michael bennett stuff i did uh, about him reading a book and then carol said he never brought a book to anything yeah <laughs> or a notepad so the story the story came out that bennett was reading a book during one of uh, Pete Carroll's little meetings during a team meeting. Um, And Carroll then said today, Mike never brought a book to a meeting. I can tell you that (laughs) this is an amazing, I'll read this whole quote if if you don't mind, because this is, this is, this is telling on what they're trying to do this off season and the changes that they've made. It all keep, you don't really ever get to see Pete Carroll's petty side. No, I you, did. I did read that. Yeah, quote. you never get to see his petty side, but this. So, when asked about the book, Mike never brought a book to a meeting. I can tell you that. The thing I would tell you about is that, or that is, we've been through a lot around here, and we've grown tremendously together, and all that. And changes are inevitable. Sometimes guys can't hang with what's expected for one reason or another: their growth, their development, and all that. And the best thing I can tell you is they're not here <laughs> so one would assume that he's referring to michael bennett getting a little crusty in his old age yeah richard sherman you know those two especially um and it kind of to me it, it made me smile a little bit because i like i like being right <laughs> really know? yeah it's weird i don't know <laughs> if you knew that about me i like being right and this isn't proof that i'm right but it's closer to me being right than anything else i had always said as i watched these last couple seasons um the explosions on the sidelines against coaches right all that stuff 
to me, it looked like Pete, not just coaching staff in general, but Pete Carroll's message was getting old with these players. He's a college coach. Those rotate players a lot quicker than the NFL. Mm -hmm. Your message can get redone for the new set of players all the time, where in the NFL you're stuck with all these guys. And I, I just felt like his message was getting stale. And this type of stuff tells me right there that I'm right. Mm-hmm. Sucks, but obviously you have to get those guys out of the locker room, and that's what they've started doing. Um, and if you look at like the Patriots, Belichick has got to be a jerk to be your coach. Like the dude is, yeah, he's a football coach on to Cincinnati. He's a different kind. <laughs> he's a he's a different kind of football coach. Yeah, but you got to imagine that, and you've seen it with Gronk. Gronk's unhappy now. All of a sudden, there is something going on between him and Tom Brady. Don't know what it is, but he's the kind of coach too where I can see his message. Not because he's a you know college coach or anything like Pete Carroll, but I can see his way of coaching getting old to some players. But they have a system down. Yeah, they don't sign third contracts. That's just not what they do. They re- they get those players out before that second contract's even up. They're gone, and they bring in new people. Where mm-hmm. the Seahawks just held on to people, and that's a problem that Dallas had for a long time too. Is just holding on, you know, holding on to people. Um. For the longest time, and you know, it sucks to see some of these guys go. All uh, you know, Demarcus Ware and yeah. Des Bryant, and soon it'll. Well, Witten will probably re- obviously retire, but still, you know, these players that you hold on to. Um, yeah, it's it definitely takes uh, some. You got to have ownership's backing to be doing stuff like that. Well, you get attached, and we've talked about that. You get attached to the players, Richard Sherman. Des Bryant, like you get attached to these guys. So as a fan, from a fan's perspective, we're just sitting here and we're bummed out. And I know, and that's not to say that New England fans don't feel that way. I'm, you know, they do. Oh yeah. But the difference is, is their their management and coaching, they don't get attached. That's obvious. They well, just well, and they also, just make the hard decisions. They're also just kind of you know maybe just more in tune to this is the day and age we live in. It's you know free agency. Yep. Players are coming and going all you know every year all the time it's insane (laughs) (laughs) um and the only other thing that came out was um more some earl news oh yeah earl thomas i know you still want him and you might still get him and i said last week i was just i'm so sick and tired of this story that i could vomit um i just want him to either sign him to an extension i want them to just make a decision we've signed earl to an extension we're not going to sign earl to an extension but he's going to play out his contract or we've traded Earl. Here's what we got for him. I just want a decision to be made. <laughs> um, interesting, though, that John Schneider came out and said that he had talked to Earl's agent, and there was no indication whatsoever that Earl Thomas was actually going to hold out if a contract wasn't done and he was still a Seahawk as training camp started, which mm-hmm. is contradictory to what Earl said, which was, I'm prepared to hold out if I don't get a new deal. Yeah. So it's encouraging news to us Seahawk fans to think, okay, so at least he's in. So if he doesn't get traded or moved or whatever. is his motto. He's. I'm in. Sure is. Uh You like that? So then uh, at least he'll be there. Yeah. And I'm kind of one of those where I'm starting to get a little bitter. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so now that I'm being bitter, because I don't, they haven't been really talking contract either. So I don't know who's not talking or who's basically stalled the conversations. If it's, I would assume it's Seattle because they're in this, we're not spending any money mode. Um, but even if it's Earl, I'm just kind of in one of those things where I don't like the player using the threatening thing. And I don't like the fact that he went into the locker room and was like, hey, come get me. Like, there's a time and a place for that. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know, cameras are around. So here's what I want them to do now. I've decided. <laughs> I would like them to say, sorry, Earl, we're not going to assign you an extension. Um, we want to see what happens this season, but you're going to play. Earl, being that he just said, I'm going to not hold out. He mm-hmm. doesn't hold out. He plays the season. Has a great year. He's Earl Thomas. It's fantastic. Now, all of a sudden, he'll be 30 going into the next season, right? And they franchise tag him. Ha <laughs> ha. Ouch. <laughs> You're a mean GM. I am, but that's how I operate right now because I'm being bitter. <laughs> so then. <laughs> you sure the Mariners don't have something to do with this? They lost today. <laughs> and No. So then, so they're going to franchise tag him just to be jerks. He'll still get a good amount of money. He'll play again. Then he'll be 31. <laughs> I could say franchise him again. No. But no, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> then at that point, just let him go. Then you can have him. Oh, Dallas won't take him then. Oh. No, it's either this year or nothing. There's a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's a bummer, man. And Kayvon Frazier back there. And possibly, a, yeah. you know, this draft pick that You're we telling me that about. he wasn't available. If he was available at 31 years old, uh, you guys wouldn't go out and he wants to be a cowboy. So let's say he comes to you guys and, and doesn't want a gigantic deal. He wants a decent deal. If it was vet, vet, vet minimum for one year, well, yeah. Not vet minimum, but I'm, he's Earl Thomas. Okay. But let's say he wants a, I said decent, not a like, oh my God. Okay, like a, not a like a one like not a, a lot, not like a Jimmy Grabs deal, like or, a, a one or year like a Kirk Cousins, like deal. a one year four million dollar deal. Yeah, like a one million. Yeah, like a not one million, but yeah, like a one year <laughs> deal. Yeah, I could see that. He wants to be a cowboy, but it also depends on you know what what that defense and what that depth chart looks like. Cheryl Thomas, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just you know you never know, but I just I feel like. I want to be positive about it and say they're going to sign him to an extension and it's going to be fine. I think Seattle's going to sign him to an extension. But because I think what we're in right now is Dallas wants him, but they're not willing to part with what Seattle wants for him. Well, no, it, which is 100% understandable because you know they're asking prices high. Yeah, but we don't even know if that's really, really 100% the truth. No, we don't. And also, you know, and we'll get into it, but I, it, as far as Dallas is concerned, I think they're weighing, or they should be weighing, okay. Do we maybe trade a draft pick to move up and take this particular safety? Or do we is that safety off the board now and and maybe we can offload the second round pick and make a deal? I mean, Thursday night's gonna be really interesting. Well, and you're you know, the thing is is they've gotta make a football business decision, not mm-hmm. a ooh, Earl wants to play here. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Let's you can't and so it may not be that Dallas really necessarily wants him, but it could just be that Seattle has obviously put their asking price out there. The teams are aware, all of them, and what they're asking is too high. If Seattle were to come to Dallas and say, hey, we'll take a second, maybe a fourth, you're telling me you guys wouldn't do it. It's Earl Thomas. If it was a second-round pick, absolutely. 
What about a second and a fourth? Uh, let's see. Nee, 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 nee. My bad. Give me a second. You have two fourth round picks. Three fourth. No, two fourth round picks. One, two, three, four, four, five, six, 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 seven. Yes. Second and a fourth. You'd take them. Oh, yeah. Okay. This year. Right. Not next Like year. if they approached, like <laughs> as we hit Thursday, they were like, hey, this. But it would be the, it would be the second fourth round pick. Uh, let's see. So that's 16 that's and 37. Those are the two picks that Dallas has in the fourth round. Yeah. So you would give the 37. So one this six, is, 116 and 137 would give uh, Seattle pick 50 in the second round and 137 in the fourth round. Okay. Interesting. Call John. Let's go. Let's call. I'll call John. Let's, you call Jerry. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because hey, I just want it over with. I'm just <laughs> sick of it. I'm done. Speaking of done, schedules are out. Wow, you're just moving right along on us, are you? You don't want me ranting about my Seahawks anymore. <laughs> Schedules are out. They came out Thursday, just like they did last year, a week before the draft. Um, before we talk about our individual schedules, since there's one game on there that's you know kind of a big deal, um, we're both super for this show. For this show, uh, going into the season, we were pretty excited. We're like, we knew that Seahawks were going to host the Cowboys. That's normally Seahawks versus Cowboys. That's sweet, but it's even cooler when it's in Seattle because we live in Wenatchee. It's right there. Yeah. It's right over that hill. It's right over that hill. It's like right there. We are both thinking, okay, with where those teams are at and where they have been and what's going on, that's got to be a primetime game, <laughs> right? That's Obviously. Gotta, that's got to be like, you know, one of the biggest games of the year that's going to be sweet it's become their own little rivalry and we had this whole plan we were like oh we're gonna go over there and we're gonna um we're gonna do a remote podcast from CenturyLink field and then we're gonna try and get into the game good thing i didn't already buy tickets so we were gonna do all this cool stuff and then what happened oh it's week three september 23rd one o'clock in the afternoon oh I'll be gone. It's a lame day. It's, I mean, it's cool that it's in September, I guess. The weather will be nice. The weather will be nice. But, I mean, for <laughs> crying out loud, it's, a, it's just a normal home game. It didn't get any extra attention. And what makes me more, even more irritated, did you say Dallas had five primetime games as well? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I heard I hadn't even I wasn't even paying attention. I was driving when the schedules came out, and I just happened to get a ding that Seattle gets five primetime games. But that's all I saw. And I'm thinking, oh, well, one of those primetime games is for sure Dallas. That's going to be awesome. Got to my hotel room, pulled up the schedule, and went, <laughs> uh, seriously? Ugh. So I don't know what we're going to do now. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll be a loner over there. Maybe the, maybe the primetime game that we uh, hope for is going to be Dallas and Seattle in the playoffs. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. So we'll uh we'll still have something going on for that game i don't know what you're traveling what are we gonna do for the podcast that week man we've got time (laughs) wow we'll have to plan that but uh anyway so go ahead with what the rest of the schedule what you thought of it i mean any games that stand out are you you happy with it are you okay with it i'm i'm pissed off i don't i don't i'm not i don't understand the so dallas opens at carolina so what's wrong with that (laughs) 
I only ask because I generally want to know because to me, I'm like, cool. Well, based on the schedule, why not open against, um, you know, Washington? The racial oh, slurs? Oh, oh. <laughs> the, the racial slurs. <laughs> the Washington racial slurs? I, I really like opening the season against division rivals. I really like opening the season with that and ending it with that. And they all end with it, the way they've designed the schedules. But you're right. Opening it makes more sense. But we both got screwed there. Yeah. But, uh, no, so as you mentioned, Dallas does have five primetime games again. Or not again. Last year, I don't think they did. The year before, I'm pretty sure. But um, got Carolina at Carolina, then home against the Giants, at Seattle, home against Detroit, at Houston, home against the Jags, at Washington, and then the bye week. At Washington. Week eight, which week eight, week nine bye weeks, I've, I've always enjoyed Love those. them. Yes. Uh, a few years ago, they, Dallas had a bye week, like week six or week seven, and it was like, uh, okay. Seahawks had a week five bye week the year after the Super Bowl. Or maybe, the or, Super Bowl win, I think. Or it maybe was. it was a week five. It was a real like that's the earliest bye. That's a terrible bye week. So then after the bye, you got Tennessee. Uh, see, home against Tennessee, then at Philly, at Atlanta, home against Washington, home against the Saints, home against the Eagles. That's a tough stretch. No kidding. That's that's uh, when I saw that I was like, okay, that's going to be. That's going to show if Dallas is going to be a real, you know, playoff team or not. Especially, and the the game I'm looking forward to in there is the rematch against Atlanta. Oh yeah, definitely. So after New Orleans, then you have, um, or after the second Eagles, you have at Indy, home against Tampa, and then you finish the season at New York. So we'll see what happens. I'm not going to throw out any sort of schedule predictions or anything right oh, now. Oh, you don't want to pick them game by game no, right now? No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait no, till no, 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 no. We'll wait till after the draft and after rosters. I mean, once we get close to the season, then go through. But um, I think we should absolutely, that, as we get begin the season, we should absolutely go through our schedules. Yeah. When we should predict right at the very beginning, predict them all, and at the end, we'll see how well we did. Yep. No, but that games that, are fun. That murderer's row of of at that Philly, sounds brutal. Dude. At Atlanta, home against Washington, Ooh. division game always tough, and then um, home against the Saints, home against the Eagles. So the Eagles bookend this whole stretch that's going to be in November. Brutal. Yeah. It's not a bad schedule, though. It's just, you know, you're right. That's besides that one section. It's not terrible. Eh, especially that week three game. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, Seahawks, same thing, starting out on the road. And we do, did, how many did you guys do? Is it open up on the road and then come home? Okay, so yep. we Seahawks have their first two on the road. They go to Denver, and then they go to Chicago. And Chicago Bears um, is their first uh, primetime game of the season in week two, and that's um, so at Chicago, and that's a Monday night game. Um, so at Denver, at Chicago, home versus Dallas. Then they go to Arizona for the Cardinals, home for the Rams. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have their big game. Um, over in the UK, they have their London game. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, week six, so that's they're the they're the uh, away team for that. So they're playing the Raiders in the UK, and then like they should, by week is after that in week seven. Um, then they go out to Detroit to the Lions. Then they come home and play the Chargers, which is interesting. And then they go to LA to play the Rams. And then here's my fun stretch. You ready? 
You had a good one. Here we go. Home for Green Bay, at Carolina, home for San Francisco, home for Minnesota, at San Francisco. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. Gross. <laughs> It'll definitely be fun. How many – so how many times um, – And they finish off home for Kansas City, home for Arizona. Go ahead. How many times does Seattle do a um, consecutive away? Yeah, this in this next season? Mm-hmm. Uh, right at the very beginning, and then if you count the, there's a buy in between them, but they do London, and then Detroit, so that's twice. Hmm. That's it. Dallas only has that one time. They were at Philly, and then at Atlanta. Well, aren't you special? Seattle also has that. I mean, I don't know. They travel for. I mean, just because of where we are, ge- you know, geographically, I don't know. Uh, it's. The first one, the opening at two games on the road, that's kind of weird. But one's a Monday night game, so they're going to get an extra day. Yeah. Um. It and then the other, the you know, the Oakland Detroit mix. I mean, they get a bye week in between, so yeah, you got to go all the way to London. But you think they, when it comes time for that, they fly just back to the East Coast and hang out there, or fly all the way back home? I would assume and they fly the all trip. the way back home and then they go out to Detroit. I think so. hmm. But I don't handle their travel urgents. <laughs> <laughs> but I would assume that they would come back home, but that I don't know, maybe. Um You know, besides I'm with I'm like you, besides that one stretch of games, the one, two, three, four, five games, yep. um, it's really not that bad. I'm not you know, Kansas City is right after the second San Francisco game, which by the way, we talked about this off air, but drives me crazy when they take division rival and they put them they're literally two weeks apart they're going to play san francisco at home and then two weeks later they're going to be down in san francisco playing them again just minnesota in between mm-hmm. why yeah it's dumb um that green bay game is a thursday night game <laughs> and uh yeah it's just it's not that bad of a schedule i love finishing with arizona that's always fun oh uh, yeah like i i mean finishing the the you know the end of the year with a division rival is always fun and then why they do it this way too like i just noticed i don't know why i didn't notice it before so they play the rams week five rams are going to be good obviously or they're going to fall on their face it's going to be the the, the rams will win the division then they play them again in week 10 and they're done with them so that's uh that seems that seems weird and so they finish the season off with with arizona god it would have been a lot more fun if rams would have been the last game like you're playing for yeah definitely if you're playing for, i mean the seahawks realistically aren't going to be playing for anything but let's say they are it'd be more fun to finish the season off with the rams than with the cardinals in my opinion so that's kind of weird yeah but oh well like i said we'll go into the schedule more in depth as we get close to the season because it'll be fun to pick games and then see where we actually end up but uh oh yeah we'll do that oh yeah uh draft time i guess there's a draft happening this weekend first round thursday um and then friday saturday sunday the the rest of it how much what time are we at? we are 47 minutes already <laughs> i figured this one would go long you cool with that yeah whatever um did you know that fox was going to be got some rights to the graft this year mm-hmm. the graft did i just call it the graft the graft uh the draft again so that's going to be on espn as usual and then it'll be on fox and nfl network so you can pick and choose who you want to see what feed are we going to be watching nfl network gross you don't want to sucks to be you 
you're the host. I got to go with what's happening. But you, you do have an iPad. But I got an iPad, so yeah, I can I can pull up. Well, you know, I want to see Mel and Schefter Mel with his eight his, phones. <laughs> Mel and his stupid hair. Hey, he cut his hair. But oh, it still looks he? even more stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so great. I'll have headphones on, and I'll have, like, the ESPN feed in my other ear. <laughs> That'll be great. Um, well, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm not a huge draft guy. I like the draft. It's fun. I love the format they do it in now, having the first round on just one night. It's I a love big spectacle. Yeah, I love that it's become an event because it's so cool. It's something that used to be so boring. Well, I pulled I mean, up unless you were a hardcore fan is now this, you know, big primetime thing. First, Schefter tweeted this today. First NFL draft was held in 1936 Pick at the steps. Ritz <laughs> <laughs> at the Ritz Carlton in Philadelphia. That was in 36. So this week's draft moves to AT&T Stadium in Dallas. First time it will ever be held in a football stadium. So it's gone from theaters Mm-hmm. Well, hotels, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ritz Carlton, to like theater setting because for the longest time it was Radio in New City. York. To I love that they're moving it around now. That's cool. To now it's in one of the biggest stadiums in the NFL. It's awesome. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Well, for you because you know you're a Cowboy fan and it's your home. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be watching the draft in my home, which is taking place at Dallas, which is my home. <laughs> I'm going to be wearing so much Seahawks stuff in your house. Like I don't care. I'm just like head to toe like Seahawks so that on our video, I look like an idiot. I don't judge. You do. No, I don't. <laughs> really? Um. All right. So isn't there any – I mean, I've been paying attention, but, I mean, there doesn't seem to be anything else that's happened when it comes to, like, rumors on – Who's going number one? Nothing. It just it's been bouncing as it's been between you know Barkley, Darnold, Allen, Rosen. Yeah. So you don't like mock drafts? Not really. No. You hate them? No, I hate them. It's just <laughs> it's just oh, it's a, a new week. We need to do another mock draft because we need something to talk about. That's really what it comes down to. It's like yeah. ooh, let me move them around a little bit. Yeah. Ooh, this time, this time. I'm going to simulate some trades. Like, I really got Ooh. it. I really got it this time. Like, okay. Well, how do you feel about Peter King? I like Peter King. Oh, I found what he likes. <laughs> I do like Peter King. I found one. <laughs> Sorry, Mel Kuyper. Mom, the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> meatloaf. You want some meatloaf? No. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, well, Peter King put out his mock today. Mm-hmm. Let's go through it. You want to go through it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go through it. So he uh, and he includes some trades and wild guesses. But uh, um, before we get into like our individual teams, we'll just go through this real quick because this includes our teams. I'm at 18. You're at 19. I, of course, have said I doubt that I'll stay at 18, but whatever. So Peter King, who you respect. Awesome. (laughs) Has the number one pick. Cleveland stays there, obviously. Shocking. And they take Sam Darnold quarterback usc not shocking at all uh then he says and this is starting to I thanks s- for the steak peter <laughs> it's true screw you peter <laughs> now i don't like you how about that um this has been the interesting one so it's it, the, the big question has been where's saquon barkley going see i have him going number one still even though i'm gonna be wrong but i've noticed he's been bouncing around in some of these predictions where it was like all right well like i said last week 
he'll go four. Cleveland will still get him. Um, but now, like Peter King, he's got him going. Boom! Right away, two to the Giants. Which, Gone. which on, and I'll say on that one, that does worry me. It's what you didn't want to see happen. No, but my dad did bring up a good point. He, you know, New York has a terrible offensive line. True story. So the only worst one, if he really, if he, <laughs> the only worst one, Seattle. <laughs> no, so if Barkley really is an otherworldly running back, then obviously he would still cause issues, and he still will. But. Um, you know that's the only that's the only I guess positive that I could take from that is New York does not have a good offensive line. So Peter King says his reasoning for this just seems logical. He did hear Sunday that if Darnold Darnold is the Giants guy if they choose quarterback. So let's say Cleveland goes Allen. I would say we could have quarterback or quarterback quarterback quarterback, um, and then that changes everything. Um, I, I'm I'm in the belief that you put saquon barkley behind a good offensive line and that dude's going to be amazing and everyone thought it was you know nuts that you know zeke was drafted fourth overall yeah so look at him it's a stud now you're going to have someone go second overall i mean well you remember when running backs though that used to be the thing yeah used to be yeah it's weird like the fullback position gone (laughs) Isn't that just – it's just crazy how yeah. how it changes. So then mm-hmm. he's got uh, the Jets taking Josh Rosen at number mm-hmm. three. Another, another quarterback. Yep. And then – so then Cleveland comes up again for four. Bradley Chubb. Pass rusher. Yep. Um, and then he has Arizona picking at five, which means they took that from Denver. And they traded up to get Baker Mayfield, quarterback from Oklahoma. And then right below that, Buffalo trades up. Grabs Indianapolis's pick, takes Josh Allen, quarterback, 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 quarterback. Which both of which our two teams are probably just smiling. Oh yeah, they're just at that, at that point they're just ecstatic because quarterbacks are pushing all these other players, everybody else down. down, and that's just nuts. That's so many quarterbacks. <laughs> uh, seven Tampa Bay, Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, defensive back, Chicago taking Quentin Nelson, guard Notre Dame. Yep. God, see, you know football, Ralph. See, that's the difference between see, me and you right there. I can say a name, and you're like, boom. Yeah, but, ooh, hot mic. Ooh, you're like, you know exactly where he's from, what his position is, where I have to read it. But he, so <laughs> the thing with him, though, is he's, he could, he's possibly better than Zach Martin is. Really? Or was when he was coming out. Nelson is a, I mean, he's, he's a really good um, guard. Yeah. So... Whoever gets him, they've got a plug-and-play stud. According to Peter King, that will be Chicago. He'll be a bear. Da bears. A bear. Uh, nine, San Francisco, Roquan Smith, linebacker. Pipe dream. Georgia. <laughs> wow. Um, no, so, <laughs> and, and, and so we'll, but we'll get to it. If there's one player in the first round that is a total wish that I, we were able to get – It'd be also oh, you're saying that because you want Dallas to get him. It'd be Roquan. Smith. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Come on, man, let him go play on Jimmy Grapp's team. <laughs> Jimmy Grapp's all the way. Be that replacement for Bowman and uh, Patrick Willis. Uh, at ten, Oakland, Mike McGlinchy. McGlin. Is that how you say his name? That's a really weird. I think last it's McGlinky. McGlinky. Sure. Tackle. Notre Dame. Uh, Miami gets the local boy, Vita Vea. 
defensive tackle second pipe dream i was gonna say i know you want him well actually actually no that mean that one may not be as much as a pipe dream i know you've talked he could, about he it. could be one that slips a little bit to he, he seattle could. dallas's area roquan he's a top 10 pick yeah uh, Peter King then has Indianapolis trading up to 12 to grab um, from Buffalo so they can get Tremaine Edmonds, offensive line. Let's see. Yeah. Wait. Yep. From Virginia Tech. The uh, Washington racial slurs at number 13. <laughs> <laughs> they grab the first cornerback, Denzel Ward, from Ohio State. Green Bay, back-to-back. Green Bay grabs cornerback Josh Jackson from Iowa. And then, boom, number 15, Denver, who gets the pick from Arizona. Mike Hughes, cornerback, Central Florida. Baltimore, Derwin James, safety, Florida State. Want him. I know. Me too. <laughs> um, we're getting close. <laughs> number 17, the Los Angeles Chargers, Colton Miller, tackle. All right, 18. He has Seattle keeping their pick. I have not seen his mock draft. Just came out today. I'm, can I get? Can I just take a guess? Have you swear you haven't seen I this? I swear. I swear. I have not. I'm I swear. A, not going to pull a fast one on me. No. Is it an offensive lineman? No. Okay, I'm already wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what Seattle needs to take. That is what they need to take, but that's uh, not what Seattle does. Seattle take. Here's what they do with their draft. They look at what they need, and then they draft something <laughs> else. <laughs> they have this. Everyone has their board, right? And so in giant letters on the board, they have offensive line, O-L, As or, if, or, or guard, <laughs> or, the, you know, that. And then they go, it's, and it's huge letters. We're talking giant letters. Takes up the whole whiteboard, right? And then John Schneider goes, and it cuts to them. And they're like, all right, it's time. What do we need again? All right, I'll take, uh, I'll take a defensive end. <laughs> Never have enough of those. That's what they're picking, according to Peter King. Defensive end, Marcus Davenport from Texas San Antonio. I mean, it's a good pick. It is a good pick. If, if and they need it. As much as much as I would like. I mean, all of these players, so when we'll go through who I hope for in the first round, we'll see. But if I'm John Schneider and Pete Carroll, I'm seeing that Will Hernandez is still sitting there, guard from UTEP, and I'm running to the podium. Like running? Yeah. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be one of those corners. I have my pick. I have yeah. my pick. I have my pick. That's gonna be one of those cornerstones for an offensive line. I have my pick. It's mine. I got it. All right. Nineteen. Who does Peter have? Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. You don't want to guess? Is it a wide receiver? Yes. Calvin Ridley. No. DJ Moore. No. No. Cortland Sutton. No. I was gonna do the no. 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 But DJ Moore, yeah. Okay. Maryland. Wide, Maryland. Wide, Maryland, wide receiver, kick returner. Um, and then why no Calvin Ridley? Um, the Alabama wideout wide out seems so natural here. Um, but more a fast riser with returnability could solve two issues for Dallas, according to Peter King. See, and, and that's the part I disagree with because Dallas drafted Ryan Switzer last year. He, I mean, obviously he was a rookie last year. This year, I think he'll have his breakout punt return, kick return year, as well as being a good weapon on the offense. So having a – throwing that in there, I disagree with. You're allowed to do that. I am. It's our show. Yeah. Even though you <laughs> like Peter. Uh, 20. Hey, Peter, man. Peter, man. <laughs> Turn on. 
Nah, man. <laughs> that chick look like Ann. <laughs> oh, God. We are nerds. Um, number 20, Detroit. Deron Payne. Alabama. Alabama. That's See, good, you know all this. That's a this good, is, he's a good player. This is insane that you know all this. It's impressive is what it is. This is why I chose to do the show with you because you're better than me. Um, number 20. And thanks for arguing that. Number 21. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the. Nah, man. We're equal. Uh, number we 21. Equal. Shut up. Number 21. Cincinnati takes Lamar Jackson, quarterback. Louisville. Louisville. Uh, There's a lot of talk that he. I mean, obviously, Peter didn't agree, but there's a lot of talk that that could be New England's guy. I have seen that, um, and you got to believe that obviously New England's going to do it. Um, yeah, based on what Deshaun Watson did to them, that's when Belichick was like, "Okay, um, I really do like this uh, Lamar Jackson guy. <laughs> I kind of like him." Or it was probably more like, uh, "I really like this uh, Lamar Jackson guy." Who are you going to pick in the draft, Bill? Um, We'll see what players are on the board when we're picking. We'll see what players up there, and then we'll look at our board, and then we'll we'll make our pick, and then it's on to Cincinnati. (laughs) And then um, it's number 22, Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills, James Daniels. You know where he's from? James Daniels? Yep. No. Yes. (laughs) Iowa. Uh, He's a guard center. Could be both. Um, And then we get to 23, which is New England's first pick. Obviously, their quarterback would be. They have two. Quarterback would be off the board. Um, so they're going to go Rashawn Evans, linebacker, Alabama. Carolina then grabs Calvin Ridley from Alabama. Tennessee grabs Harold Landry, edge rusher, Boston College. Atlanta, Taven Bryan. How he spells his last name? Just like me, my <laughs> first name. Awesome. From Florida, defensive tackle, New Orleans, Frank Regnow. Center, Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pittsburgh, uh, Jair, Jar, JR, Alexander, cornerback, Louisville. Jacksonville, Christian Kirk. Bortles gets himself a new target. Bortles gets himself a uh, Texas A&M wide receiver. <laughs> That's right. Blake Bortles. God, I can't wait to see more Blake Bortles. Um, <laughs> that might be what I'm most excited about a new season. Blake, Fle- I'm excited about two quarterbacks next season. Jimmy Graps, Blake Bortles. Notice how neither one of those are the Seahawks quarterback. <laughs> Moving on, number 30, Minnesota. Will Hernandez, guard from UTEP. And then New England with their second pick in the first round because that is what the Patriots do. They stack picks. New England grabs Leighton Vander. <laughs> Leighton Vander Esch. Dash. Boise State. Ah. Look at that. He's mocked to Dallas in a lot of drafts, too. Well, not in this one. Not in this one. Too bad for you. There's actually um, a lot of talk of teams removing them, removing him from their board based on uh, health. Oh. So. Right there. We'll Peter, some teams have marked him down because of his neck issues. Yep. Strong chance the Patriots will be. Uh, not be worried enough about that to really give a crap and we'll pick him anyway philadelphia rounds out the first round number 32 philadelphia picks connor williams offensive tackle from texas from texas (laughs) yeah so that that's peter king's mock i mean 
We've, like we said, mock That's draft. a solid mock, it's Peter. A, it's a, that's <laughs> a great job. Probably none of those will be right, except maybe towards the top. Because that's pretty much what everybody knows. They know what's going to happen at the top, or they have an idea. Yep. Um, this is that time. I mean, the Browns, I have a story right here from ESPN. Browns general manager John Dorsey won't tip the hand on what none of them are going to do that sometimes we do know like sometimes we the teams come out and and cleveland's done it we are going to pick boom so we know it takes all the excitement out of it we have no idea but i think with all the different quarterbacks and that are available we just don't know no freaking clue so this story fodder wow don't even care um all right what do the cowboys need we're running long. Good players. Awesome. <laughs> Seahawks also need good players. No, seriously. So it, it, first round hopefuls. That's what I'm calling these guys. Okay. And these are based on need too. They need safety. They need a wide receiver. They need an offensive lineman. They need defensive tackle. They need a linebacker. So you literally, you literally perfectly just named all of, your, of what Mel Kuyper says you need. Oh, well, thanks, <laughs> Mel, for agreeing with me. <laughs> Durbin James. Yes. Hopeful. Absolutely. I think if he starts to slip, if if he gets to, say, 11 or even 10, I think Dallas is really going to start thinking about making a move up to grab him if he starts slipping. Um, Calvin Ridley, interesting. Wide receiver is a need, but he's one that's slipped so far down draft boards. I mean, a lot of people thought, okay, top 15 pick or so, but, I mean, there's some mocks out there that don't even have him in the first round anymore. So, you know, who knows? And actually, maybe it's a toss-up between, you know, Ridley, Christian Kirk, and um, Cortland Sutton. Who would you rather have out of all those guys? Cortland Sutton. Okay. Uh, SMU wide receiver. Um, Of course. I was going to (laughs) say. Will Hernandez. Love him. Do you? Yes. 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 You plug him in at that left guard spot, and Dallas's offensive line is set. Good to go. Um, Vita Vea, which... Well, I love him, but that's I got to watch him play a lot. If, so. if Dallas were to draft him, I would. I promise I would learn how to pronounce his entire name. Have you seen it? It's ridiculous. It's, that's why we just call him Vita Vea. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool name, but it is long. Yeah. Um, Vita Vea. Obviously, the pipe dream being Roquan Smith, but he's not going to get out of the top seven so um second round i really do think dallas needs to address um if it's not linebacker in the first round needs to be linebacker in the second and or um i know we've had a bad history with him but it needs to be a tight end yeah that uh um that tight end room is getting oh there's one old guy we all know who that is. Why are you so mean to him? I'm not mean to him. I mean, just being real. No, dude. In the la- in last week's episode, I mean, I didn't even want to tell him that you mentioned him in it because I didn't want him like all upset that you're as a fan <laughs> you're so angry with him. So here, so here's here's the tight end room. You got Witten, you got Jeff Swaim, Blake Jarwin, Rico Gathers, James Hanna, and actually I did miss this. James Hanna placed on the reserve retired list. Um, his career never. I mean, it never took off. He's got one career TD reception. Um, ended up having uh, a bone bruise in his knee, which, you know, usually that means microfracture surgery, and people don't really heal from that. So 
unfortunately Hannah's, you know, retired, but so that tight end room, I mean, it's inexperienced and old. So tight end, big time tight end. Dallas Goddard. He's got the perfect name. He does. I like him. Yeah, I bet. Um, Hopefully not just because of his name. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I, I trust the Cowboys draft room. Will McClay, Stephen Jones, Jerry Jones, Jason Garrett. Chris Richard will probably have a say in things. So we'll see. That guy. Um, you is is it me now? It's you. Yes, oh. it's you. Okay. Which is weird though, because Seattle picks first, and you've made me. I know, but I like to like the Cowboys go for you know. That's okay. I like to you know you know what it is. Oh, I thought you were gonna say ladies first, but whatever. That would be rude and uncalled for, <laughs> and I would never do with that such a thing to you. Do you know that CBS Sports had their mock draft done by uh, Chris Trapazzo, Trapazzo, Chris Trapazzo? Uh, 12 hours ago uh-huh he has josh allen going number one and then i'm gonna scroll all the way down here he has the seahawks trading out of the 18 spot shocking uh carolina grabbing that nobody cares about what they pick um but dallas stays and he has you getting calvin ridley at 19 so I just wanted to throw Depending that out Depending on who's on the board, I'd be okay with a wide receiver. But I don't think wide receiver is a first-round need for Dallas. No, probably not. So, you know, we'll see. Seahawks, the needs are obvious. Offensive line. <laughs> the needs are left tackle, left guard, center, right guard, right tackle. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold on. My center's okay. But everybody else, yes, we need everybody else. Um <laughs> You always you could always use a backup center. You you sure can. Uh, so we need offensive guard. This is this is according to Espen, um, <laughs> but and I agree. And these are the same that everyone has said. So it's not you know it's exclusive to them. We all know this. Offensive guard, cornerback, offensive tackle, wide receiver, tight end. Those are the biggest needs. That's not news. We backup all know that. I think that um, what's funny is. Nowhere on there does it say defensive end as their biggest need. Nowhere. However, in most mock drafts that I see, including the two that I just – or not the two, but the – Seattle the, takes a, de- a they pass def- rusher. They take a defensive end. Hmm. And the Seattle Times, they have a couple of writers that have done their own mock drafts, and they too say defensive end. So I'm not going to be shocked at all if Seattle picks a defensive end. <laughs> And I don't know that I don't I'm not going to go through the names or any of that stuff. But to me, I would not be surprised if they John Schneider came out today. And when they asked him about not having as many draft picks as usual, because um, he he's always liked to stack draft picks. Um, he all he mentioned that we don't have quite as many names on our board. We have to meet certain criteria. You have to meet certain criteria to be on our board. Um, we're not not making excuses for some guys anymore so basically what he was saying is they well they got a shift they would have a bunch of different names on their board and red flags pop up for everybody there's red flags for every player whether they be on field off field red flags are everywhere they were ignoring a lot of the red flags and trying to go move past them to you know look at the player in their eyes and mm-hmm. the way the, the seahawks way and basically what he's saying is we're not doing that hmm. 
the red flags are going to mean certain things and we're going to take those seriously. So they're, they're changing up their strategy a little bit. So offensive line, which is the biggest need, <laughs> I would not be surprised that's not picked way down, way down. They may not make a trade anywhere that ends up getting them any second and third round picks. We may be stuck with 18 and then not picking again until the fourth round. Hmm. That'd be crazy. Are you yawning on our podcast? Do you need more Mountain Dew? It's our show. <laughs> we are going super long right now, so you're exhausted. I get it. It's okay. Um, so I expect the unexpected, just like I have for the last several seasons. John Schneider and Pete Carroll, they do things their way, and they're different. <laughs> well, and I remember, I mean, he was a, a, definitely a solid player, but when Seattle drafted Bruce Irvin, everybody was like, what? Huh? What? And so nothing would shock me with, with what Seattle does. Me either. Not one bit. So could draft a quarterback. Well, and I think that they will, honestly. With the first pick? No. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. No. <laughs> they haven't drafted a, a quarterback in since, you know, Russell. So they're going to need a quarterback. <laughs> um, so I, I expect that to happen. And then Russell will probably cry about it because, you know, or his camp will. Sorry. Yes, his camp. <laughs> um, I just want to – here's what I, I – I wrote the question down. What do we want? I want them to make smart picks. If they're going to pick defensive end first, fine. Make it a smart pick. Um, but I want to make sure that at the end of the draft, they've drafted a cornerback because um, Maxwell, we don't know what his status is going to be if he's in the sign. So I want a cornerback. I actually would love a very late round, like maybe wide no name wide receiver that they think they can turn into a star. Um, obviously, I want offensive lineman. Pick one, please, at least one, <laughs> just somebody. You should probably pick three. Probably pick a bunch. And then honestly, I think it would be I I'd, I'd like a young tight a young tight end. Even though we've you know we lost Jimmy, but we also lost Luke Wilson too. Yeah, right? yeah. So we need tight end. So um, I, I wouldn't mind if they did that and you know see where things go um unfortunately you have to just trust the process <laughs> and hope for the best because you know what it's not our decision it's theirs um it'll be it's going to be really interesting it is and, and it, it is every year and it's it just is fun but it's even more fun that it's eight picks 18 and 19 yeah yeah right after each other it's gonna be great all right um real quick recap our bet we've we mentioned it you still say quarterback going number one Mm -hmm. i still say running back going number one i'm gonna lose you're gonna get a steak (laughs) dinner hooray for you that's great i suck um it's cool it's i'm sure you're fine with it i'm sure you're great you're good with it i can't wait if we're doing our special episode and that happens oh man it's gonna be awesome um speaking of special episode we've hinted towards it a couple of times tonight um we haven't decided where it's going to be yet. If it's going to be on the YouTube or the Facebook, or we haven't decided which Periscope platform it'll be on. But uh, oh god, it's going to be fun. Though. It'll be on, and it'll be live. We're going to do a live, basically our reaction. Uh, we're just going to be talking about everything from commercials to the draft to what we're drinking to random things that we're just killing time with. So the video itself will be the entire first round kick off at five o'clock goes till when it's over 
And then for those that can't tune in that night, I will take the best of it and we'll release a best of episode Friday morning. If I'm not too inebriated. (laughs) (laughs) So prepare for that to be uh, a lot different than what you're used to. Uh, We're going to cut loose. We're not holding anything back. It may not be censored, (laughs) but we hope that uh, for those of you that are going to be watching the draft, you can have the draft up on your flat screen or whatever your TV is. And then us on your phone or your iPad on your laptop or 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 if you got the technology you put us up on the big flat <laughs> screen and you watch the draft on your phone that <laughs> that's even better that's that's winning <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be awesome so uh just be paying attention to social media we'll announce where that's gonna be we'll create an event whether it be on youtube or facebook wherever we're gonna put it um we'll get that decided but it's gonna be a lot of fun so be, be looking for that and hopefully we tune in. And if you're watching, I want comments. I want everything while we're doing it. We'll respond to them. Um, oh, might, yeah. might even have a special guest for you. We'll find out. Um, all right. That was a long one. <laughs> Did we cover everything? I think we covered just about Crossing everything. things out. I Hopefully we got in more enough in-depth into the draft. I felt like I sped through mine, but is that all right? That's cool. It's all right. It's okay. I it's think I feel like you want to go home and go to bed. <laughs> He's tired, everybody. Tired. Uh, okay, so keep uh, keep listening, keep sharing. The numbers are sweet. Very happy with them. We are going to blow March's numbers for amount of listeners or amount of downloads. We're going to blow it out of the water because we get one more week. So for those of you that are subscribing to our podcast and listening and telling your friends about it, I want to tell it first. Thank you. Yes what he said um but please continue to to, uh, share with your friends and i'm gonna ask reviews again i haven't looked lately do we have any new ones on there i don't know let's take a look why don't you uh, take a gander let's take a look live live and on the air he's gonna take a look while he's doing that and he's pulling him up um make sure if you can um no matter where you're doing if you're doing an itunes stitcher um Google Spotify. Play, Spotify, that's right. Uh, tune in. I don't know if tune in lets you do reviews, but anywhere you can do reviews, please leave us a review. And especially on Apple Podcasts, we would love to one of these days be featured, but we need good reviews for that and a lot of them. So if you haven't already, if you listen to our show, please take the extra two seconds. Jump on your app on your phone. Give us your review, how many stars you want to give us. Just one quick sentence. These guys are awesome. These guys suck, but I listen to them anyway. <laughs> Whatever your review is, quick one. doesn't have to be long. Just a quick little sentence and just throw it on there. Make sure you submit it, and, and we'll be forever grateful for you doing that. So No new ones. Aww. Oh, man. So Let's the, get some new reviews on there. Let's yeah. get, get on the iTunes. Just drop on a the, line. On the iTunes. <laughs> Trouble. <laughs> get on the Apple Podcast <laughs> app and drop a line. Get on that there iTunes. Give us a star. Give us five stars. I'd prefer five, but if you want to give us one, a review is a review. It is. So either way, I'll, I'll take it. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So just a reminder, you can uh, follow us during the week on all of our stuff. Andrew loves to tweet about cowboy stuff and, and is has some very entertaining tweets. And where can they find you on Twitter? At Andrew Guzman CGP. Ryan. Uh, I am at uh, Wenatchee Seattle Sports Fan. That's W-E-N-S-E-A Sports Fan. I tweet a lot about Seahawks, but also 
be prepared for some depressing Mariner tweets if you do follow me. But please give me a follow anyway and then just ignore those. But it's baseball season right now and I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> so as usual, uh, facebook.com slash common ground football podcast or common ground FBP. What are we? I don't even know. On Instagram? No, Facebook. Common ground football podcast. <laughs> uh, Instagram, where are we at? At common ground FBP. Sweet. Um, and as always, if the app, if one of your apps dies or you have no other way to do it, www.commongroundfootballpodcast.com. <laughs> did, <laughs> nice. you, did you catch that? Yes. Uh, that's our website. It does exist. You can go there. You can catch up on any of our episodes just like you can on any of our platforms that you uh, listen to. And, uh, hey, it's time to stand up, apparently. So on that note, on that note, do you have anything you want to go over to close this? I don't know. I'm good. You're awesome. Awesome possum. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. Well, the draft is going to be so much fun, and, and we'll see you, all of you, hopefully see you. I don't know. They'll see us. See you when you see you. Yeah. Thursday, tune into our episode, our special episode. It's going to be freaking awesome. Until then. Later. Go Hawks. <laughs> Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.